Welcome to the Weekly, the only tabletop news show recorded live during Chris's lunch break. <laughs> I wonder where that Except no imitations. I'm Jeremy. I'm Chris. And this week on the Weekly. Damn, I should have said the aforementioned Chris. All right, anyway. <laughs> You're the aforementioned. You are the aforementioned Chris. Uh, D&D 2024 revision late. So it's not, the, the name is getting worse again okay. there. That's, yes. that's the name, D&D yes. 2024 Revision. Like yes, okay. the Revision, All 2024 right. Revision. And it's not going to be released in 2024. Epic Warpath launches. So for Valentine's Day, they launched uh, Epic Warpath. And they're okay. only doing it for two weeks. I was surprised. Okay. Open AI wins a little bit. Uh-oh. So we all lose then, in other words. And the Purple Planet Horde by Dungeon Crawl Classics. Oh, okay. yep. So let's start off. <laughs> with the inappropriately named uh, 2024 revision of 5th edition. So it won't be complete until 2025. So basically... You well, need... they started the revision this year, it right? It started okay. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the uh, you know you need the three books. You got the Player's Handbook, you got the Dungeon Master's Guide, and you got the Monster Manual. Monster Manual is not going to make it. So it's not going to be here for the 50th anniversary. It's not going to be here for the in, now inappropriately mm. named <laughs> 2024 revision. So Wizards of the Coast has announced all of their uh, uh, release dates now. Okay. So I think it leaked. I think at some show or somewhere, somebody leaked something. So we saw these dates and people are like, that's late because it's not even in the summer. It's actually like after the summer. Okay. So they're missing a lot of stuff. So, yeah. And technically, last month was the 50th anniversary, like January. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was and, like 26, 27, something yeah, like that. What nothing? I, did they even post on Twitter or anything? There was really, really small, uh, small no mention of I, I don't know. anything. So yeah, so they've had the uh, OGL debacle, holiday layoffs, recall of defective products, and now they the name is even more screwed up <laughs> than it well, was. They were also before. almost bought by Tencent. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's oh. right. Oh, that would have been so beautiful. So yeah, originally one D and D, we heard that, and there was, there was a logo for that, right? So yeah, they did even the um. It was called kind of that for a while, but I guess it was called D and D Next or something when they were testing Fifth Edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they they kind of have this their their weird testing name, but we are getting the Player's Handbook this year, September seventeenth, twenty twenty four. Okay. Dungeon Master's Guide, November twelfth, twenty twenty four, and just after next Valentine's Day, the Monster Manual is coming out February eighteenth, twenty twenty five. So they're giving the the thing they used to, or I guess the standard now, a two-week pre-release digitally so you can get it right away. So you could be playing, technically, you could be playing the revision uh, as early as September 3rd this year if you really want to do it digitally. And then they, they announced some other releases. The uh, the star of Stranger Things season four or whatever season that was, uh, Vecna, is coming to uh, <laughs> coming to fifth edition. So Vecna, Eve of Ruin, and now we know where they're completely out of ideas because what is the what is this? What campaign is this? This is the entire multiverse hangs in the balance. You begin in the forgotten realms. You travel to Planescape, Spelljammer, Everrun. Raven, Love, Dragonlance, and Greyhawk in one campaign. So they're doing the MC. They're doing what everybody that's out of ideas does: save all of existence by jumping through a multiverse. Isn't it always save all of existence. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know. I don't know, but this sounds the so only thing bad. that I'm kind of interested in is: are any of those products and I mm-hmm. a place we've we like I'm <laughs> a place we've visited. Uh huh. 
Are any of those, sorry, I messed it up. Mm -hmm. Are any of those campaign settings a place we will be visiting in 5th edition for the first time? Mm -mm. I tend to think, no. For some reason, I thought that uh, the birthright was in that list and it's not no no yeah so we, we, forgotten realms planescape spelljammer everon ravenloft i'm not sure about great yeah i'm not sure about dragonlance came out with very little fanfare right. kind of just crapped it out this year uh greyhawk i'm not sure i'm not sure yeah i don't think there i don't know if there was an official yeah so it's it's really weird so you, you know your race to save existence against obliteration by the notorious lich vecna it's like okay after you play that then what the hell else are you going to do in D D? <laughs> Come on, I mean, like, how many games about D&D have been, like, saving the multiverse, and then you just kind of, like, wash, rinse, repeat with right. new characters? Yeah, right? save, the, save the, the multiverse again! Yep. Yes, in another in another verse, you're saving the multiverse. In, like, ten more years, Watsy will come out with, uh, oh, like, Vecna time-traveled and undid everything. Yeah, did, right. right. Yeah, yeah, very, very MCU. Yeah, so, okay, that's that's going to be, and they've really had uh, a decline in, in sales, and maybe it's just because people are moving away from physical sales. Maybe they haven't released digital numbers, so maybe it's really great in digital. Maybe. But, um, yeah, so they're releasing that, and that's going to kind of be the, the grand finale of fifth edition as we knew it you know from 2014 okay, why not yeah, yeah so they're, they're finishing off and then they're starting into this like digital nightmare that nobody may follow them and one more release uh that's going to come out uh july so these two releases are coming out before the, this was uh the vecna book is mm -hmm. may 21st okay. of this year and then in july we're getting quests from the infinite staircase which is another anthology like candle keep or journeys through the radiant citadel which the more i read about the more up it is. Yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> anyway, so it's a six classic D and D adventures updated for fifth edition. Oh, so they're not even new ones. No. Okay. <laughs> None of this is new. It's just retread of retread. And what can we dig out? What do we have the rights? What what named character can we dust off? Yeah. Uh, so says um, that word and feature. Yeah. No, we, we haven't. Uh, yeah. But the, the so the only release, and I think I'm basically done with whatever Watsi is doing after this. But I want to get my hands on this. There is a publication. There is a book this year that I do want to own. Surprise, surprise. Okay. The history book. Okay. So the John Peterson uh, coffee table book, the making of the original Dungeons and Dragons, 1970 to 1977. And I've heard uh, they did a little interview with one of the the guys working on it. And it sounds like they're going to, you know, recreate. It's going to be one of those big tabletop, right. big coffee table books. And they're going to recreate the contents of all of the original first edition, every every page of the original first edition books that were in the white box and that okay. were in. And then the subsequent releases like the Eldritch Magic yeah. and, the, and uh, all that good stuff. Uh, so that'll be really cool to see, and as well as like reproductions. So very archival uh, mm. reproductions of the first, you know, typewriter written rules that uh, uh, they keep saying that Gary Gygax himself. But I, I don't. I think it was all wives and sisters that were like using the typewriters Probably. at that time. I don't think any of them were typing. Know, like, like how how often <laughs> in the past has it come out this that these fantastic writers were only able to write because they did fuck all in terms of like housework or anything oh, yeah, like right. that like they, like what was it like <laughs> well gary like, was busy making shoes come on he was repairing shoes we'll find out like, gail was actually the combo there too right yeah right. like raw doll or something like or like all these people like yeah yeah they, like they write their schedule like oh, all they do is write yeah because your wife was taking care of them and everything else <laughs> right. right yeah yeah that that tends to 
free up your writing time when it you don't does. do anything. You don't participate in your family in any Whoa, way. Well, lunch just magically appeared, right? Yes. Yeah. So this book will be the ultimate book showcasing D&D's inception, including Gary Gygax's never-before-seen be- never first draft, written in 73, a curated uh, collection of unpublished fanzine magazine articles that contributed to D&D's origin story. So each document is introduced, described, and woven into a story, and uh, by the game's foremost his, uh, historian, John Peterson. Okay. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That should be wonderful. It should be like really amazing. And then I'm just pretty much done. Wizards of the Coast has nothing else to offer after they spilled well, you that. Well, haven't seen oh, D&D that, 1. That's, that's right, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, but uh, but that's not all. I mean, so part of this amazing 50th anniversary, we're getting those releases and this new revision version going on. But what else are we going to see from, from Wizards of the Coast? D&D branded? We're going to see footwear from Converse and possibly apparel and we're going to see official lego sets of course and then we're going to see pop tarts and that's it that's pretty that's it that's all they've announced so 50 years of dungeons and dragons we get pop tarts chuck taylor's and legos yeah so that's great and sometime <laughs> sometime this year the virtual tabletop their 3d virtual tabletop perhaps will go from their beta to yeah that's it that's all we got. Okay. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, so it's it's a really weird kind of disappointing. And we, we knew that they were going to drop the ball on this. There was not any doubt in my mind that this was going to be a uh, a kind of pathetic. I mean, Pop-Tarts, really? Not even Taco They can't even go for Taco Bell. I mean, the obvious, the obvious co-branding things, you know, Mountain Dew, Cheetos. It's like there's some pretty obvious stuff that 50th anniversary of D&D should take advantage of and really like you know twist pop tarts during a D game <laughs> really? so you're running these games during the morning <laughs> yeah, right after breakfast i'm playing during breakfast, during breakfast <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah that was that was all pretty disappointing i was um uh pretty surprised that uh that's that's all they've got to say but of course we get some some commentary from the master panderer himself so kyle brink and actually let's let's check up on it, we're gonna have to call. Uh, we have to call this something else. Uh, I think. I think we're b- barely watching him anymore. So maybe <laughs> Brink in peripheral, peripheral vision Brink or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mildly uh, paying attention to Brink. So three hundred and eighty-four days Ouch. since he pandered. Three hundred eighty-four. Oh yeah, because we passed that, the year. Mark. Yep, yeah. that he was leaving. So uh, Brink himself says this year we'll uh, we'll be celebrating the fiftieth anniversary, and the first publication of D anD D will take you through the making of the game, bring you uh, some of the classic adventures uh, bring some of the classic adventures to today's play visit the most iconic settings in the DD multiverse and kick off the future of the game with a new 2024 core rule books that are the heart of the game we've been building up to this for a while now it's going to be a lot of fun only because but not for white people I, 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 he didn't even add that that's a joke. <laughs> that's <laughs> he didn't a even joke. he didn't even add that god well, <laughs> i have to wonder like okay I see that Pathfinder and Starfinder are coming mm-hmm. out with second editions, or have come out mm-hmm. with second mm-hmm. editions, right? And prior to that, there were like the revision books, right? Which yeah. kind of yeah, have, right, have right. kind of come to signal that okay, we're tightening stuff up, we're revising stuff in preparation for a second edition. Mm-hmm. I have to wonder how well the revision books sell yeah. because they have come to signal 
we're starting a new edition, right? Right, right. And I wonder if the same thing's going to happen with these 2024 mm-hmm. revisions. No, oh, that's true. And I think that's why they're seeing a decline in, in sales because people are just kind of like holding off and saying, what, what's exactly happening? They're, they're branding this so poorly, yeah, that people are just like, do I want to buy new books? Are these going to work with whatever they're doing next? And Well, that's yeah, the thing. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. But I mean... I, th- I think I heard something about, like, the D&D, like, essentials, right? Kind of the tail end of fourth edition mm-hmm. right. were decent versions of the game since they clean stuff up and right, kind of right. explain stuff. Maybe the 2024 revisions will be the same. Yeah. But for fourth edition, it was kind of, like, too little too late, right? Yeah, like, a yeah. lot of people already jumped ship or they weren't selling very well. So I don't know if the same thing is going to happen with the D&D 2024 right, revisions. Right. Right? Yeah, and they've been publicly kind of playtesting the stuff and jiggering with the classes and stuff. And, yeah, so... I don't know. I I think this was a really weird move because they so much like crowdsourced, you know, the what is in fifth edition, and then they crowdsourced the revision. Yeah, yeah. After after fourth, they crowdsourced this weird revision version. I don't I don't know. It's it's weird. It's it's going to be something that just is so anodyne and so like. Okay, I guess this is a game we want to play. We talk about this enough, and I want to go on to something else before I got to like bounce back to work, catch that meeting. (laughs) But I mean, like after fourth edition, they Uh yeah, Watsy kind of had to crowdsource fifth edition. Yeah, tell us what you want. And since D and D is still trying to be every game for everybody, they will have to crowdsource. Mm -hmm, They have mm -hmm. to make it as appealing as possible to the widest base possible. Therefore, D and D can't really be anything. I'm not trying to like slam it. No, I mean, no, God no. Knows, I, like D&D fans, mm, sensitive <laughs> as hell. But I mean, that's where setting books could fill that hole, right? Like mm-hmm. the core books, generic, right? That's I think that's why people liked settings, right? Because they were different, yeah, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Like Dark Sun, Forgotten Realms, Eberron, Spelljammer, right? Kind of yeah, some flavor, right? And some, like yeah, flavor, yeah, like yeah, yeah. nope. That is not here, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Or these things are here that are nowhere else, and that that's interesting, right? They're mm-hmm. kind of notable. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. So, but so far, this has been a uh, yeah a real <laughs> real disappointing. Just want that history book, and then off with you. Yeah. <laughs> do whatever you're going to do behind that uh, subscription yeah. service, and uh, we'll we'll. Uh, be off but uh one more final note uh with dungeons and dragons uh i just want to inform everyone the theater kids have won officially oh okay yeah i'm interested in this now yes because uh dungeons and dragons uh you can play the 20-sided tavern off broadway so there is an official off-broadway musical that is licensing dungeons and dragons i take it back i'm no longer interested (laughs) so yeah first official officially licensed theatrical adaption of dungeons and dragons it will open off broadway on stage 42 formerly known as the little schubert performances of the 20-sided tavern will begin april 19th ahead of the official opening on may 5th and it's got a cast of five actors, uh, so over 30 playable characters. The audiences will experience an expansive fantasy world set in the Forgotten Realms and face riddles, puzzles, combat, and more to help shape the story. Laughter will flow like ale. <laughs> With the audience in full control of the exciting reveals around every corner, no two shows will be alike. <laughs> uh, yes, and actually they are still... Auditioning. So if you're free, uh, I I regretfully inform you that I am not free, not even as an audience member. Sorry. Yes. So the audience will be invited. Who knows? Maybe it's fantastic. (laughs) But I mean, like that does not. Yeah. That does not. 
appeal to me. Yeah. So the uh, yeah the audience will be uh, uh, invited to influence key plot decisions. It's wonderful. Yeah, that's. Uh, I can't believe that. Yeah, that was just like. That it sounds like. I'm sorry. It sounds like methadone for playing an actual RPG, right? <laughs> right. You want to influence decisions? What happened at the table? Go play a goddamn RPG, right? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So that's amazing. So yeah, off Broadway, D and D. Moving on. Oh, <laughs> Let's leave God. that thank ugliness God. behind <laughs> us. So yeah, so something something fun and happy and a, a little bit uh, interesting how they're describing things. Uh, Epic Warpath. So Mantic is releasing their version. Uh, so we have got the Legion Imperialis mm-hmm. uh, kind of just puked out from uh, Games Tell Workshop. How you really feel. <laughs> and they're already back to their Titans. They're already like they already have a Titan, an eight millimeter Titan game. And then Legion Imperialis Sorry, is eight, already okay. Eight millimeter yeah, scale, no yeah, scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> right, right. Eight, eight millimeter scale. Yeah, great for yeah. the, the human yeah. scale. Yeah. And so they're already coming back to that, and they're releasing a book where you can play Titans now. It's well, like, well, we could play exactly the same models, and yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Of course. I mean, yeah. think about it. The bigger the kit, the more they can charge for it. Yeah. The more they want. Yeah. yeah. So they're just coming, coming back to the same thing. So I, I think they're they're not doing well, great with that. And especially because it's competing with plastic Horus Heresy, because it is Horus Heresy, right. and then it's competing with the well. I mean, a charitable <laughs> whatever would mm-hmm. be people already have Titans from Legion. Right, it's not Le- right. Legion Titanicus, whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah. So to encourage those people to play this other game, or the, the, sure, Legion yeah. Titans. Okay, yeah, maybe the, that's, yeah. that's the charitable. But then they're not buying version, models, right? and the rules are only written to buy. Well, then maybe when you, your opponent shows up with a whole bunch of like <laughs> yeah, that's Titan right, yeah, Legion, yeah. and you get tabled, turn one, you go, maybe I should get some myself, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. that's right. So the uh, the designers of this uh, this new game for Mantic and kind of this they we talked about about a year ago. They basically said, we have this idea. We've got these yep. beta rules. Here's the beta rules. Take a look at them. How do you want us to produce this game? And uh, do we do want to do this all 3D digital printing free rules and just like we won't really support it. We'll just give it, you know, we'll just hand it out as a gift. Or do you want us to crowdfund this and actually do plastic kits and everything? And I guess the overall consensus was plastic kits. We want a real game that you're going to support that you'll keep expanding mm. in the, you know, kind of Warpath universe. So Matt Gilbert and uh, Alessio Cavatore, uh, an ex uh, Games Workshop designer, worked on uh, Epic Warpath. So uh, basically, they were influenced. Of course, it feels familiar because they used a lot of the the sensibility from the original Epic mm-hmm. game. Uh, but they chose a different scale, and then they were also maybe looking at uh, w- how Games Workshop evolved their uh, yeah their yeah. legions uh, game. So the things that are going to feel familiar are each round players secretly assign orders to their units, and then you alternately uh, resolve the units throughout the phase. And then how you flavor the different factions are they'll have different abilities that will give them an extra activation or allow them to do things. So it's actually going to be the commanders that really give you the flavor and really change how the battlefield works. So, yeah, it sounds good. The the interesting thing, and they mentioned this pretty early, but it didn't kind of stick in my head they're going with a 12 millimeter which seems scale yeah so they're saying it's kind of between 10 and 12 roughly and what games workshop is doing with legions is eight which is already not six yeah which is already not six but they did say that um this is basically just uh they're scaling down by like you know to like 30 percent because they're saying uh, essentially their warpath models are scaled about 36 millimeter they're not actually 28 so they're a little bit yeah they're a little bit chunkier and uh, yeah, so they um, 
that's what they're doing. They're going with, with round bases. So, um, yeah, kind of like, and like you were saying, sci-fi, people are like really feeling sci-fi is round and the rank and flank yeah. fantasy is uh, square. So not going with square bases. And I think because of the larger scale, and I think it's probably a good move for Mantic because the their plastic kits especially, they're getting better, but the detail and stuff is a little, you know, has, has been in the past a little squishy. So uh, it's uh, probably a bigger scale will, will benefit Help, them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, unlike Imper- uh, the Legion Imperialis, which is just heresy era space marines, uh, they're going to have all of their, or I guess, you know, they're going to start with them. Um, Four, four, yeah, there are four, four basic factions. They're Asterion. They're, they're not Eldar. Yep. They're not Space Marines, yep. the Enforcer kind of space cops. They're not Squats. They're Forge Father Dwarves. Yep. And they're not Nurgle Plague, yeah, uh, plague Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the originally what's released. Uh, they were teasing, depending on how the campaign does, uh, they're Space Rats. So they're Skaven-like they're vermin. vermin. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they're Orc-like Marauders. Uh, you know, <laughs> Is that what they're actually called? Orc-like? Yeah, Marauders. <laughs> Orc-like. Yeah. Orc-likes. Uh, <laughs> Orc-likes. <laughs> Like that. <laughs> um, that will uh, uh, could be unlocked if how depending on how the campaign does. But I was surprised they're only doing a fifteen day window, which is pretty short. I mean, that's a to get the word out, and I guess you know. Well, I mean, like you said, they, they, about a year ago, mm-hmm. right? They they yeah. So everyone that's yeah, they put out aware. the rules and we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. So it's not as if that suddenly popped up. Yeah. only two weeks, right? So yeah, so people have been anticipating this, but it is basically just going to be Mantic fans. I don't think they're going to drag people away from legions or anything with just is not going to be enough momentum or enough buzz but yeah some nice uh, uh quotes from the uh, uh designers so uh, they said it's given us an opportunity to add some different things in uh that you might find that might find their way back into their 28 millimeter scale game so 36 yeah, or th- yeah 36 actually <laughs> so they're um uh, so that that was interesting. The the whole kind of uh, design process, because uh, Cavatori was brought in. Is it Cavatori? Cavatori was brought in uh, uh, later in the game. So Matt had already started the rules. Mm-hmm. Matt Gilbert started the rules, and then he came in and edited stuff. So he, you know, was basically, do we need this rule? Do we need this rule? Kill, well, I mean, kill, kill. <laughs> so, some, sometimes that's that's what you need. Because oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I haven't read this. I'm not saying it's like one of those like labor of love projects, but. I can definitely agree that sometimes you are too close to a project mm-hmm, and you think, like, mm-hmm. oh, this was great. I got to and like, and you need an outside perspective to go, no, no, yeah, you, yeah. kill those sacred cows and don't end up with like a bloated mess like D and D. Yes, yeah. Should yeah. have referenced that again. Should have left. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. So um, uh, Alessio Cavatori is, is known for uh, his work on uh, Mordheim, a lot of the uh, faction books for Warhammer Fantasy, and was the lead design on uh, Lord of the Rings uh, strategy battles. So and and also the the author when he was working for Mantic, author of Kings of War. Okay. So everyone, yeah. So I think uh, the Lord of the Rings game and Kings of War have a really good reputation as a good solid rule set. So it's good to have him uh, working on this. And I'm happy to see that they actually went all the way with this and said, we're going to support this. And, you know, it's going to have a printed rule book and, you know, everything's and um, it's a D10 system. Okay. So and there's pinning and things. So it'll uh, yeah, it'll go. Uh, or is it? I'm sorry. I, I've watched too many uh, tutorials recently. Yep, but, uh, yep. They all uh, blend together, don't yes, they? Yes, <laughs> really. I have been watching too much skirmish games. But uh, yeah, no, it uh, uh, it looks uh, like an interesting uh, rule set. And uh, yeah, the, we'll see how the rules still available for free. That original beta, I think, is okay. is still floating around. But they, I think, they polished it since then. I think that was only Matt Gilbert's. Uh, oh right, okay. original. So version. There's, there's absolutely no, yeah. like, probably no guarantee or anything that that the rules are. 
Yes. Identical, right? right. You can and, maybe get a sense of what they're going to play like. Yeah, and and they're doing uh, they're doing a lot of interesting stuff, uh, and they're also uh, doing uh, digital uh, as well. So yeah, not from the main uh, core boxes, but all of this the heavies and kind of extra units they're offering you. Would you like this in resin or an STL? Yeah. So that's an interesting move that nobody else is is really doing. They're saying they're not going to be doing the uh, the core units because they they committed to you know the plastic. The, yeah, doing the yeah. yeah doing the molds. They're not going to just give those away. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how this does. It's already it, it's getting. I think two hundred fifty thousand is their um, unlock the next faction. Mm. So we'll see if they uh, get there. And they're going to do reveals. They did uh, terrain specifically for this uh, uh, for this game and everything. So they'll do reveals of that as the uh, and there's kind of every couple of days there'll there's be reveals unlock, yeah, yeah of the heavy heavy units. Uh, they'll reveal what they've been doing. So uh, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to this. And this this if you do. Everything. If you get absolutely everything they're producing for this game, it's still less than that starter box for. Come on, Legions. man! You can't like. <laughs> sorry, you can't compare anything to Games Workshop right. prices, right? Like right. Games Workshop it's, prices it's, are their own category, right? You're talking like mortgage level commitment right, right. from GW stuff. Right? Yeah, I mean, but that's that is amazing. I mean, especially the release that they did in Japan. It was like, yeah, if you want to get involved in this, it's five hundred dollars, and that's exactly what you'd have to pay to get everything that they're producing, all five armies, possibly, you know, with the. Uh, additional unlocks mm. and it, all the terrain everything so that's crazy so yeah we'll, so we'll see how this this does i'm really interested uh in uh, uh if they're gonna you know be supporting Support this it. yeah moving forward and and how that that is going to affect the rules how it'll kind of go back and forth with their firefight and mm. uh, uh how the, the rules will be affected so uh yeah so i'll put a link to that in the description nice. so take a look at that you've only got a few days so you got maybe oh, like yeah, a, yeah. Yeah, another week or so uh, and moving on to Humanity's War Against the Machines, Sarah Silverman's lawsuit against OpenAI. Can I just uh, say Butlerian Jihad 2024? <laughs> right, yes, basically. <laughs> uh, so pretty much completely dismissed except for one of their uh, mm. allegations. Yes, yeah, so uh, they could not prove any of these authors involved in this, could not prove that ChatGPT violated their copyright. So California court partially dismissed, they called it partially, but it's like everything yeah. except one, dismissed well, the copyright mm. case against OpenAI. Uh, so Sarah Silverman, Christopher Golden, Richard Kadri, uh, Paul Tremblay, and Mona Awad, but uh, actually Awad dropped out of the lawsuit already last August, okay. so not interested. But the six charges were direct copyright infringement, vicarious infringement, violation of the Digital Millennium Rights Act, uh, and uh, unfair competition, negligence, and unjust enrichment. So the only hmm. thing that stuck was the direct infringement claim. Okay. Everything else was dismissed because hmm. they couldn't prove couldn't it in prove any it. way. Yeah. So, yeah, so this is a, another step backward. But we still have, I mean, there are still several other copyright lawsuits. Right. The one with uh, John Grisham and George R.R. R. Martin is still moving forward. And the New York Times is still suing. Okay, I feel kind of bad for saying this. Like, if an AI was fed George R.R. R. Martin stuff, <laughs> that would just, like, delay any kind of production. <laughs> on right. it. it would spit out, wouldn't it? Be like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, people are going to, like, posthumously probably ask AI to produce the oh, uh, sure they remaining books for uh, Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, so uh, we'll keep you updated on that, but it's not looking good. They're, we're not doing well in the courts against the machines. Mm. They uh, they got this. Oh, and, and plus there's Microsoft money, you know, backing oh, this okay. up. So good luck. And the last thing I'd like to mention is a, a this is on BackerKit, so it's okay. not a um, a Kickstarter, but the Purple Planet Horde. So they're bringing back the uh, uh, Purple Planet setting for Dungeon Crawl Classics. But they're doing it as this kind of huge, there are uh, seven companies all together that are, that are producing adventures and things. So, of course, Dungeon Crawl Classics. Right. And they're taking the uh, original box set and producing a hard 
cover volume that includes everything plus anything that was added later. So basically, you're you're completely um, so Harley Stroh's Sword and Planet Fantasy Epic all in one book. Cool. Also a hardcover book. Uh, none of the uh, kind of various little you know flimsy mm. adventures and all the kind of random stuff that they produced. Uh, so everything all together. So you're uh, uh, if you're a fan of that, you can. It's been out of print for a while. And basically, I think you could maybe get digital versions of things, but it hasn't been around. So the sprawling hex crawl, where characters have the opportunity to assume mastery of their own warbands, pitch faction against faction, and plumb the ancient burial mounds, uh, respect the age-old taboos, and experiment with deadly artifacts, the remnants of the last war. Sorry, so we, we're um, talking about Numenera here? No, yeah, sorry. right. Yeah, sorry, right. No. So, yes. So the uh, Purple Planet, so I'm sorry, eight publishers altogether, okay. including Dungeon Crawl Classics. So... um. Uh, Gaming Honors, Horse Shark, uh, Studio Nine, Ed Stanek, uh, TSG High Dive Games, uh, Roll Funky Dice, and Purple Sorcerer Games are all producing adventures or something uh, involved in this campaign. Right. And the more that you support, the the kind of cheaper, like the more off of MSRP you're getting. And if you support a certain number, uh, you get a, a, some free 3D6 set. Okay. But not that. the funky dice. Not the funky dice. They, but they do have right. new versions of the funky dice. Uh, <laughs> now with more sides, right? <laughs> yes, right. So new colors, greenstone, shard, rusted death hulk, and uh, weirdling sunbleached bone, and bloody kith horde colored dice. Yeah, the, the Not a fan dice. of the wacky trademark color names. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Not, well, DCC I mean, is all about that. It is. Yeah, and I suppose I don't really care about it in dice. I care more about it in paint because I want to know what color I'm uh, using yes. instead of like... Oh, yeah, pulse. I'm just like, what the fuck color is that? Sorry. Yes. So they're also releasing uh, during this campaign uh, some Tome of Adventures, which are just collecting some previously published, you know, in the paperback Mm. versions. So some hardcover versions, uh, new compilations of their adventures. And, of course, a new uh, limited edition version of the Core Rules with the uh, Errol Otis uh, new illustration. And a new demon skull, uh, that, that faux leather. I guess it's faux demon leather or devil leather. Uh, skull, but this time it's embossed with gold foil that is rainbow reflective. In case the one you got before that was just gold was not enough, yes. And then a judge's screen, a player's guide, a purple planet flexi disc, which is a, actually a, a record, you know, like they used to include in magazines. <laughs> so they're going very old school. And the seventh Doom Quest, which is a, a visual atlas of the uh, uh, purple planet. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, if you are interested in that or, um, had that and want it all collected in a big ass hardcover, or if you is... already have it and just have money to throw yeah, out. Right. Yeah, right. Yes. Yes. You do. Like another book. Oh, on I've your got show. already the foil stamps. I need the foil <laughs> reflective rainbow stamp. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, during this, uh, uh, campaign on, uh, on Backer Kit, they're going to, uh, have support it with many live streams. So, there's a whole schedule of live streams available on the page. I'll put a link to the, uh, the Backer Kit. Uh, page and uh, yeah if you want to it's it's a uh, fun setting you know a little bit dark sun a little bit like you know John Carter it has a, a, a little you know but but still the more gonzo DCC uh, flavor well, I mean as someone who's been chewing through Edgar Rice Burroughs stuff and is up to like the second book in the Venus series uh-huh. that's already gonzo <laughs> I mean just like also I think I found a series Proto gonzo I think I found a series that's worse than mm, Bar- Barsoom uh huh uh-huh. right? Yes. Oof, the Amptor Venus season? Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yikes. Oh, oh, oh. Anyway. I've, Were those written before or after? After. Oh, oh, interesting, interesting. And, uh, hey, Edgar Rice Burroughs found uh-huh. out he was a eugenicist, outright stated eugenicist. Oh. Which, now looking at his stuff, you're just like, yeah, I kind of see it. Yeah. Barsoom was like, yeah, it's kind of implied. Venus is just like, whoa, this is now text. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. 
Anyway. Well, who who in 1910 wasn't a eugenicist? It was like, 19, <laughs> it was like 1930, right? Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. But back to the Purple Planet. Mm-hmm. As someone who is interested in systems, mm. I am mildly curious in seeing how the Dungeon Crawl Classic rules have been modified mm. to play mm-hmm. Sword and Planet. And I'm not saying they have to be. This might just be like, the rules are exactly the same, just here's this setting. Right. Sometimes that's enough. But I wonder if the rules have been changed and how to support a different setting. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if, uh, yeah, because I, there are like, you know, factions like they're talking about. There's a, a little bit more going on than just combat, you mm. know, than just dungeon Well, I mean, not, and a, combat. not if the factions, all they do is fight each other. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it's bigger scale <laughs> fighting rules, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's he- more, there's hex crawl rules and everything. So yeah, that's true. Um, exploration style. You really need hex crawl rules? <laughs> I mean, like, the rules are like, how far can you move <laughs> in a day? Yes. And there's, there's predatory creatures, deadly mushrooms, and jungles. Thousands of factious, <laughs> fictitious, <laughs> savage man beasts are un- okay. are locked in an endless war. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stuff you would come to expect. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. So um. Uh, so check that out. And and it's a pretty good deal because um. Goodman Games really never comes down on the price. They have occasional sales, but their stuff the price pretty much stays. So mm-hmm. the crowdfunding is probably the best chance to get a get little it, bit right. of a break. Yeah. And then get it all shipped together. So yeah, yeah. hopefully a little, little bit of a break on that as well. But uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this week. So where can people find you? Uh, I'm Blue Sky and Twitter. And when I remember, Threads. Oh, Uh, Although with with no political content there, I'm thinking about. Anyway. Oh, really? They're they're starting. Is that 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 election-based? Is that that temporary or is that just permanent? We're going to start start suppressing political stuff, right? Just like, okay, whatever. Anyway. So yeah, HiveMind, H-Y-V-E-M-Y-N-D, where it's mostly stuff about uh, tiny Xenos rampant as I paint things first time i've painted stuff still left on the sprue because oh. otherwise you're just not going to be there's no place to hold <laughs> these tiny little people right and right, yeah first right. time i'm really doing batch painting where i just mm-hmm, have like mm-hmm. a line of like the 40 guys just like the one color at oh, a time nice. so yeah if you're interested in that you know where to go and how about you excellent um so i'm still trying to do the schedule didn't work out again this uh, week but uh, abuse cartoons uh so I, I draw my single panel gag cartoon uh, domestic abuse and that's Abuse Cartoons on YouTube and Twitch. And you can read the cartoon at GoComics. So GoComics.com slash Domestic Abuse. And if you like what we're doing here on the weekly, consider becoming a weakling. The strongest of all supporters. At yeah. Patreon.com slash table. And let us know what you'd like to see more of on the weekly cast. Less 5e bagging and more... Worst case scenario, <laughs> it's more 5e. <laughs> it's probably going to be more 5e, but anyhow. Uh, yes, but d- just let us know and uh, and also just you know drop us links for interesting articles and things that you would like to discuss. And uh, yeah, so uh, upturntable.com is the website and we do uh, live streams for also our actual plays and we'll be doing uh, more Malagast, yeah. so Magna Gothica Malagast uh, this weekend. So the... Uh, kind of demonic uh, skirmish game uh, that will be we're running that in Foundry cool uh, but there's you can run it on basically anything as long as you Except can make physical yeah <laughs> as long as you make a lot of tokens yeah just don't try to run it in real life <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah so we'll be doing a little bit of that and then getting back to Blade Runner the week after nice but that's all for this week cool. so thanks for joining us we'll be back again next week later mortals goodbye